Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Now, here's your host, Dave Turner. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our Seat Yourself podcast. I'm Dave Turner. I'm your host here at Seat Yourself, and it's great to have you on board for today's ride. Today is October 26, 2020, and this is our 96th episode of Seat Yourself. And I want to start by wishing everybody a very, very happy Halloween week. Today we're back in Studio A of our Tabletop Journal Studios, all right here in the great city of Baltimore, of course, right here on America's East Coast. And today, before we get going, I want to mention that in the past week or two, I've had some great conversations with players in our industry who tell us that they're seeing more than just a few glimmers that our industry may in fact be recovering. So it's great that people are seeing good signs and are, it's great that people are making, whether you're operators, supply chain people or manufacturers, they're all making great necessary adjustments to their business to help them get back on track. And I have to say, I'm having more and more conversations with the industry people of all types that just simply have a much more positive vibe these days. And speaking about positive vibes, did any of you catch the conversation with Jason Wange and Edward Don and Company's Pete Angin last week on Jason's food service power plant network? It was awesome. Great insights into the current state of the food service industry and more tips on staying positive from one of our industry leaders, Pete Angin. And if you're not familiar with Jason Wange or his food service power plant network, it's a Facebook group with Jason leading weekly group discussions often with top people in the U.S. food service industry as guests, and it's all built around the pillars of positivity and support for one another. So you definitely want to check out what Jason and his crew are up to over there. We've got so many great people in our industry, and kudos to Jason for starting the Food Service Power Plant Network and to his company, Cowmill, for their strong support of what he's doing. Great job by both. And now, on to this week's episode. And last week, you will recall, I talked about boosting communication, during times of crisis, especially for leaders, how really critical that is. And I want to say thank you to all the great comments, to all the people that sent great comments and texts I received from you about that episode. It really helps me a lot to get that kind of feedback. Well, this week, I want to talk to those of us who may want to be in that new skill development area. Maybe our career path has taken a sudden new direction, or maybe you want to consider a new path that you'd always wanted to try, but you didn't because you just didn't feel like you had the right skills. So this week, I want to talk to you about the concept of saw sharpening. You'll see what I mean. So with all that, let's get this episode of Seat Yourself. Let's get it started. Back in the 1980s, author Stephen Covey wrote a book titled The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People that has been and still remains a standard in many corners of the business and in the personal reading world. And if you haven't visited Covey's book lately, I'd invite you to do so. It's still very relevant, despite having a few years on it. And in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Covey preached that there are a handful of habits that, if followed, could help us be more effective in our professional and in our personal lives. Covey's habit number seven was sharpen the saw, and it was based upon the concept of continual renewal of one's skills and just how important that is as it makes all the other habits possible. And Covey's idea of personal renewal revolved around four pillars. First, the physical pillar, 
Next is a social and emotional one, followed by spiritual, and finally the mental pillar. And today, I really believe that the renewal of these four foundational dimensions becomes even more challenging and more critical as we gain experience in such a fast-changing world that we live in. And now in a world that's been so upset, really brought to a screeching economic halt with the arrival of the COVID-19 pandemic, personal renewal is made even more essential as we try to maintain our sense of purpose and our overall sense of just really who we all are. And on the professional side, the arrival of the COVID-19 pandemic in virtually all corners of the world, it's presented us with opportunities for many of us to find new career paths, or at least to reflect on our personal values to determine if they're in alignment with our professional personas. So the question really becomes is, are we who we really want to be at this stage of our life? If we discover that there may be more we're seeking on the professional side, we may find that it requires us to improve our skills or to acquire new skills, to upskill, if you will, and bring our inventory of skill sets to better align with what we've determined our personal goals are or the goals of our organization. Now, in the past, once we finished our formal education, many of us relied upon our companies or our organizations to provide training for the skills that we might need to be successful throughout our careers. However, today, with some obvious large company exceptions, those types of company-sponsored training programs, they rarely exist anymore. And perhaps you'll remember from our commentary a few weeks back, noted consultant Peter Drucker told us, more often than not these days, we need to be the CEOs of ourselves. And with the furloughs and layoffs during COVID-19, this axiom has never been more true than it is today. Managing ourselves through a personal upscaling initiative, it's really not so much different than what a company or an organization might undertake when it's considering its talent needs. But like most things in life, however, the key is simply to get started. And it all starts with an assessment of our current situation. Basically, where we are today versus where do we want to be tomorrow. And then defining the change that's going to be required for us to make that journey of renewal and upskilling. And since we're now being the CEO of ourselves, this is a time we must be most honest with ourselves and decide what it is that we're desiring to be our goal and then determine what's going to be required to achieve these goals. And as I said, this can often be the toughest part of the upskilling journey, but the first step to any journey is often the most difficult. But I suspect you knew that already. And once we have our target goal, and have we, once we've done that honest skills inventory, the question becomes, what kind of investment will it take, and what's my commitment? And when I talk about investment, it's not only true of the financial investment. For instance, do I have to go back to school for formal training, and what will it cost? Or do I take a job for less pay to learn a new skill? But we also need to consider, what is our overall commitment level? How much time am I willing to spend on these new skills that I'm seeking? And will I practice self-compassion and be patient with myself as I'm learning all these new skills? These are considerations that when we begin to upskill and sharpen our professional and our personal saw that we must take into consideration. Once we are ready to commit and make the decision to start out on this new journey of renewal, we must then make sure we've got the proper plan in place to acquire the new skills that we're seeking. After all, you wouldn't want to head out for a drive without a plan of how you're going to get where you'd like to go, would you? 
But we need to always be asking ourselves, will the plan that we're about to follow, will it gain us the desired skills? And what will be the impact of these skills once we acquire them? We need to also be thinking about how long will it take for changes to appear as we're on this journey? And how will I make sure that I stay on track? And even if it is the right track today, will it be the right track tomorrow? And am I okay with it if tomorrow I realize that it's not the right track anymore? All these are considerations to be undertaken as we embark upon this new journey of personal and professional saw sharpening. And also during our, during our journey, we must remember that the acquisition of new skills often involves growth and likely a cultural change, both of us, to us as individuals and maybe even the organizations that we may be involved with. And let's face it, change of nearly all types generally brings with it those of us who prefer not to change and those of us who are more accepting of the change. So we must anticipate that we may be outside of our comfort zone And how is that going to make us feel? And are we ready for that feeling? And what about the people around us? How will they view our new skills as we sharpen our personal or our professional saw? The more we can anticipate and prepare our response to these, the easier it will be for us to continue on our path of renewal. Professional growth can definitely be challenging for organizations and individuals. But it's worth remembering that many of us were educated 30 to 40 years ago, And for us, more experienced individuals, our life habits and skills were also formed perhaps decades ago as well. But then the world has changed more in the past 20 to 30 years than at almost any time in our history. Keep in mind that the World Wide Web didn't really gain traction for commercial purposes until the mid-1990s. And since then, we've been on an accelerated highway of change in just about all the areas that you can ever imagine. So it's no wonder many of us want to step back and reevaluate our skill sets, both in our professional lives and maybe even our personal lives as well. The change that comes with sharpening our saw, developing new skills, or honing our existing skills, it's definitely not easy. But the rewards that can come from our personal renewal or sharpening our own saw as Covey so beautifully described that process, can be far more than simply upgrading of a current or an addition of new skills. To pursue a commitment to lifelong learning and growth teaches us to take charge of our lives and of our futures. And whether it's in our own personal development or our professional skills inventory that we're looking to renew, that growth mindset can lead us to richer and more rewarding lives and more rewarding careers. A life and a career where we feel much more in charge of our own destiny and what we need to do to get there. So if you're about to head out in your own journey of renewal or you're thinking about sharpening your own personal saw, I want to wish you all the best of luck. And do me one favor, would you? Remember to enjoy the ride. I'm Dave Turner, and thanks for joining me. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, please be sure to check out www.tabletopjournal.com.